Coming up on Mayo Clinic Q&A. It is a day where we can show appreciation and gratitude to all those who gave up a big portion of their lives to, to serve us. Veterans Day is a holiday held on the anniversary of the end of World War One. It's a day to recognize the men and women who have served in the U.S. Armed Forces, to honor them, and to say thank you for their service. Veterans are really no different than anyone else that didn't serve. We just got some different stories and they pledged their lives to support our system. So actually just wanting people to be comfortable with what a veteran is. Welcome everyone to Mayo Clinic Q&A. I'm Dr. Helena Gazelka. Veterans Day is a federal holiday in the United States for honoring military veterans of the United States Armed Forces. The theme for Veterans Day 2022 is honor. And this year, we would like to honor our veterans by showcasing some of our incredible programs and efforts here at Mayo Clinic. With us today are two Mayo Clinic employees who've been heavily involved in various initiatives and programs to support our veterans. Charlie Hall is a security operations supervisor at Mayo Clinic in La Crosse. Charlie served in the Army as an active duty rifleman with a combat tour to the Balkans and as a paratrooper with close to 100 military parachute jumps. Lauren Olson is a Mayo Clinic hospice chaplain who often works with veterans and their families as they reach the end of life. Welcome both of you to the program. Thank you, Helena. I have to say, Charlie and Lauren, that I feel very honored to sit here with you today and uh, be able to talk to you about your experiences and your experiences with veterans. Thank you both uh, for your service. Thank you very much and likewise. Charlie, let's start with you. Thank you for your service to the military. What is one memory that you'd like to share with us about your time uh, in the service? I guess there, there's just so many in a 20-year active duty career um, that not much different from a lot of careers in the world. Uh, really, it just comes down to one thing for me, really, is just pride, pride in being a, a citizen of our country and being privileged enough to not only serve uh, for the United States, but also uh, being called into a combat zone. Um, really, it has been uh, the the pride uh, of my life, really, uh, in my work life, uh, separate from family and children, uh, that has been an overwhelming theme for me. And, you know, otherwise, the two parachute malfunctions I had where I uh, nearly wasn't here anymore, uh, those were significant events also. Charlie, did you jump again after that? That's the one thing I wanted to ask you about. I am terrified of heights. And I I don't know if there's literally anything but someone pushing me out that could make me jump out of an airplane. What was that yeah, like? It's, it's uh, interesting that you bring that up because I, I'm also terrified of heights. Uh, uh, one of the things that, that the military does is they train you at 34 feet uh, in a tower. That's where the human uh, brain in most cases can detach from the from the height aspect mm -hmm. and it becomes more of a like we're riding around in a jetliner aspect and we're not 
so physical with the ground in close proximity. Uh, but I was also was afraid. And, you know, in the, in the army, in the paratrooper world, in the airborne, we have a back on the horse mentality, very similar to on the farm. Uh, the horse bucks you off and you got hurt. You're getting right back on it. And uh, so I jumped. Uh, actually, when you have a malfunction, they require you to go through some extra training. And I think I jumped three times in one day on an afternoon. Uh, Charlie, tell us about the final honor walk program and why it's important to you. The, the final honor program uh, is something that uh, I wanted to develop. I thought we could do more in that area uh, with uh, just being privileged again as much to be able to work with with the Mayo Clinic brand and everything that that the greatest healthcare uh, organization on the planet brings. Um, I. I just thought that we could do more in that area. Uh, I had worked with, uh, uh, as I think we're going to talk about later, with the We Honor Veterans Program in Rochester with hospice uh, and and uh, you know the near end of life um, things with veterans that that all the great things they do there. I'd had the privilege of doing that, uh, but I saw us being able to do a little bit more in an inpatient setting. Um, and there, there were some obstacles, as as we all know, in a healthcare setting, we have health information obstacles. We have, uh, you know, sometimes it's just really hard to institute a new program. Uh, but really, the leadership here in La Crosse and our global security leadership just really made it easy. And we're really on the team uh, to provide a final honor walk, if you will, of veterans uh, when requested. Um, and with usually with family uh, supported by our staff as we go through the uh, that final walk in the flag draped uh, transport. Uh, it's really a, a special program. It's something that I kind of envisioned, and I wasn't really sure if we were going to be able to to pull it off. But with the great leadership that we have here, and as easy as they made it, uh, it really is a rewarding program. It's wonderful. Thank you for sharing that, Charlie. Lauren, I'd love to pull you into the conversation and have you tell us about your work and how you help veterans and their families, including the We Honor Veterans program that um, Charlie just mentioned. You know, from spiritual care, we, uh, in end of life issues, we do want to talk to people about, you know, what, is, uh, what are the really important events of your life or the, you know, the things you did in your life that were very meaningful that help shape who you are, uh, that help you look back and say, yeah, you know, my being here made a difference. And for many of our veterans, you know, as Charlie said, there's just really that uh, that point of pride, that pride that, you know, for a period of their lives, you know, they did uh, you know, kind of get, you know, leave behind their, 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 their own uh, agendas and, and go to work for our country, you know, whether it was, you know, for a mission, like in wartime or just to, you know, peacetime, serving the country in some way, there was just that feeling that you know, I'm proud of what I was able to accomplish during that period. So I just, you know, when I'm working with veterans, we I always try to bring that into the conversation in terms of how all that experience impacted their broader journey in life. And uh, Oftentimes, you know, it's very positive. You know, people have very positive experiences uh, in their service. Some of the best friendships they ever made were in their service. Uh, I'll be doing a funeral on Wednesday for somebody who 
even though he spent his whole life uh, or his whole military career in cryptology in small little offices, you know, actually <laughs> working you know, far away from any kind of battlefield or anything. But for him, that was just such an important part of his life that he served his country, you know, in the United States Air Force for four years. And uh, and it's a big, it was a big point of pride for him that he was going to be able to be buried at the State Veterans Cemetery in Preston. That, that, that meant a lot to him. So, so again, it's those, that point of pride. There's also those issues that come up because sometimes being in harm's way, things happen. You know, Charlie had the experiences of, of parachute failures. You know, even practicing for combat can be dangerous. Uh, I, had a, I had a patient who did not want to talk about his, his war experiences at all in Korea until he got near the end. And then he, he talked to me about being a, a Marine machine gunner and mowing down dozens of, of, of enemy troops. And, uh, and just that question of, is God gonna forgive me? And will I be welcomed into heaven after I did that? I mean, it's you know, that kind of, you know, that kind of experience that you know, thankfully I've never had to experience, but you know, some people through service of their country are called into those situations that are unimaginable. Um, mm -hmm. Another patient uh, I talked to was uh, in Vietnam, standing on a little footbridge over a creek with his best friend, having a smoke, and suddenly a sniper shot his best friend and killed him. But, and you know, while they were on, on a break, and you know, and for him it was that issue of uh, why did the sniper choose him instead of me? Why am I alive and he's not? And again, you know, that that question really shaped his life. And even at the end, he kind of struggled with that question of why did I get to live to be 75 years old where my friend only lived to be 19? You know, and those issues come up. So, but, and, but for me, it's, you know, meaningful to have the opportunity to work with people through those issues in, in, in a spiritual way and help them um, maybe some meaning, find some closure, find some peace. Just you sharing those stories, Lauren, makes me sense how important in, in this work is. My own father died on Mayo Clinic Hospice here in Rochester and was a veteran and had a veteran's pinning, and that meant very much to him. Um, he didn't remember a lot of things, but he remembered his time in the military and was very proud of it. And he too is in the Preston Military Cemetery, which is a beautiful spot. What important work you're doing. Tell us what else the staff uh, and hospice do to help build trust and um, with with veterans and their families as you're working with them. Yeah, I think uh, one thing we can do, you know, everybody has their own unique experience, and uh, we all live our own lives. We die our own deaths. Mm -hmm. I think it's important for us to um, be aware of the special concerns that sometimes arise with with veterans and our and their families. Uh, you know, like I just talked about, you know, the, the PTSD issues that can come up from service, uh, the you know, missing important events because you were off on, you were deployed, you know, just, you know, things like that that come up that we can be sensitive to and, um, and, and think about as we're offering our care. So, you know, I, I think it's just part of our, our commitment to, to, uh, care for our patients, we put the needs of a patient first. And sometimes our veterans have special needs. And because of that, we need to do, we need to be aware of that. We need to do some training in that. We need to uh, 
you'll find ways that we can support them in that journey. And one of those is by, by honoring them, by celebrating their service. Charlie, can you share with us a memorable moment or achievement that you've had while working with the Honor Walk program? They're, they're all so special, Helena. Um, as you know, they're all unique. They're all beautiful in their, in their own personal individual way. But one I do remember is um, without getting into any details, we did have uh, a gentleman pass in patients um, that um, actually fought alongside of the United States in the Vietnam War uh, mm. and was a, uh, a, a friendly supporter, both militarily and conceptually. Uh, and his entire family was upstairs uh, at the time of passing and they requested us. And uh, that was just uh, another one of the very unique um, services that that our great security team does on a 24 hour a day basis um when called upon um they're all unique all of the situations are different but that one really sticks out for me because that that was not only um what we would you know refer to as a veteran uh that completed the mission um at the time all of that happened he didn't even live in this country he wasn't um you know, he wasn't a, uh, even a legal citizen at the time. And um, for the amount of, of things that that family paid, it was it was pretty remarkable to be able to be a part of that and have them open up and have us come in and perform that for them. Uh, definitely one I won't forget. Lauren, you shared a couple, but I'll ask you the same question. Do you have a story that you would like to share or a memorable moment from working with the We Honor Veterans Program or other veterans initiatives here at Mayo? Yeah, I can think of a few, several, you know, pinning ceremonies that were, you know, particularly meaningful. One that comes to mind right away is uh, we had a, we have a patient who uh, had struggled with uh, mental illness and addiction much of his life, but um, did do you know four years of, of duty in, in the United States Army, serving in uh, the Philippines and Korea. And, uh, and we were able to do a veteran spinning for him. And what I saw was you know, kind of a transformation because here we kind of looked at a life where there'd been a lot of disappointment, a lot of difficulty, but we were able to bring him back to a time when you know, he was a capable human being. We did serve four years uh, in the army with, with distinction, you know, he did, he did a great job. And, uh, and also, you know, that's that pride of country. We, we were able to remind him of a time when it wasn't all about its problems mm -hmm. in a time that he was serving others when he was doing you know, useful things. And, uh, and, you know, he just talked about that for, 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 for weeks and weeks after that, that, that pinning ceremony, because it just meant so much to him to be, to be honored and to bring back those memories of his military service. Can I ask you one question to, to describe for those who've not experienced it, what a pinning ceremony is? Sure, yeah, pinning ceremony, it's, um, it's a, you know, just a small, simple way of saying a thank you to a veteran. We'll come into the veteran's home or where they're at, where they're at and uh, we usually bring a, a pillowcase that represents the branch of the service that they served in. Uh, small little pin they can put on a lapel or of them put them on their uh, military hats, um, a coin from Mayo, 
you know, expressing our appreciation for their service and a certificate. And we just do, you know, it's a, a short little ceremony just saying, you know, well, first of all, we invite them to share that you invited Charlie and some special experiences from their, from their time in the military. And, um, and then we just do a, a shorter, short ceremony um, of thanking them for their service. And then again, if they're open to it, we offer a prayer, a blessing um, for them at, at the close of the service. So, and it's a ceremony that can take five minutes. It, I, I was at one last week that took an hour and 20 minutes because I just got, got this uh, veteran talking about his experiences. He was just having so much fun and brought us into the fun. So the, the ceremony went, went on and on and on. And, and, and we all loved it. It was a great time. <laughs> Lauren, if I could add uh, one thing off of uh, what Lauren uh, mentioned, there are some really beautiful moments in those uh, pinning ceremonies. Mm -hmm. um, I personally have witnessed uh, a couple of handfuls of them of family uh, communicating and getting together when they haven't in a very long time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, some of the conversations needed to happen and they did. And, you know, it was just a very, um, just a beautiful, unique experience that that's occurring right before your eyes. And you really had no idea that uh, all of this was going to, to come together like this, but I'm sure Lauren and, and you've also been through it, Helena, um, mm -hmm. that it, it's just a beautiful time and there are so many good things that occur there. So I completely agree, Lauren, uh, it's just a beautiful uh, scenario when that all happens. This is a beautiful time and it can be as a just, you know, male employee and uh, and the veteran, or it could be, I've, I've been, as you see, Charlie says, I've been in a room with 30 people that oh, wow. you know, family members who gathered to celebrate that that event with that person. Yeah. I, I actually emceed an event uh, in Minnesota. It ended up being, it was going to be planned as just one veteran uh, and a few family members. And uh, uh, the the home set up a microphone and they invited the entire home into the the, the area. And I think I had over a hundred folks. We had multiple, every veteran that wanted to be in that ceremony was in that ceremony. Uh, they came through some on wheelchairs. They saluted the veteran, uh, the family, just the entire atmosphere and the way that it was all set up. Uh, I did not plan on that, but I ended up being the MC for a group <laughs> ceremony, which was beautiful. Uh, and I'll never forget that one either. Oh, that is wonderful, Charlie. Thank you for sharing that. Charlie, what does Veterans Day mean to you as a veteran? It's that's interesting. You know, a lot of times people don't understand why veterans uh, don't um, necessarily get too excited about holidays that are made on their behalf. Uh, that's not the norm usually uh, in our country. But, um, uh, you know, when when we see Memorial Day come along, I know personally for me, um, knowing I had three uh, fellow soldiers that, that were killed in both the Iraq and the Afghanistan conflict, mm -hmm. killed in action, um, Memorial Day is difficult for me. Um, I completely pretty much dismiss it. And I, I don't think I'm, I think there's a lot of fellow veteran brothers and sisters out there that just want that day to be done. 
um, maybe similar to someone that lost a family member on a, on a holiday. Um, and that holiday comes around and it's like, I can't wait until midnight, you know? Um, and that, that really, um, for me is difficult, but the veterans day now that is for all veterans to celebrate serving. Uh, we've, we've, uh, unfortunately sometimes, and we may get into this later, but like one of my wishes would be that if people could really distinguish between Memorial day and veterans day and have, um, and it, it takes a little bit, you really have to kind of think about it and research it. Um, Memorial Day is for those that gave their life in battle mm -hmm. uh, or in training for the country. Um, and Veterans Day is to appreciate all veterans that have served. And there really is a distinction um, that sometimes, you know, people don't all know. The media gets it confused a little bit sometimes, uh, not by any fault of their own and not by any fault of anyone. But uh, it's it's the the separation of the two I think is really important. Um, but Veterans Day has always been great. I always do a uh, make my best opportunity to get out um, to to whatever events we can at the, in our in my hometown in my local town with uh, with the American Legion and the uh, soldiers foreign war uh, veterans of foreign wars. Uh, so it's it it really is a great day. It's a great chance to honor all of those that served. It's wonderful. Lauren, what does Veterans Day mean to you? you know, I think, it, you know, as, as Charlie said, I think it is a day where we can show appreciation and gratitude to all those who who, who gave up a big portion of their lives to, to serve us. And like I think of you know, my grandfather, who was a World War One veteran, an ambulance driver in France, who just you know Veterans Day was a highlight for him you know it just it was a point of pride and just it was time to celebrate and uh i mean and he loved to tell the stories of his year in france and you know, my uncle has served three terms of, in three tours of duty in vietnam and just to just uh you know, just you want, to, you want to say thank you just we just want to say thank you for we who benefit from their service and i think it's just great to have a holiday that's just based on on gratitude and you don't have to go out shopping for anybody. You don't have to cook big meals. <laughs> you just have to say thank you for, for your service. I love that. And I try to do that for each and every patient who comes in my office. And I find out that they're a veteran. Uh, often they're wearing a hat, like you said mm -hmm. earlier. And I'll thank them for their service uh, because we're so grateful for that. Yeah. On Veterans Day, what are some of the ways, uh, Charlie and Lauren, that Mayo staff honor our veterans who are with us? Well, I think, Helena, you just hit on a big one. Um, what I do the same exact thing when I'm in the clinic here, anywhere on campus or any of our clinics in the region. Uh, if that veteran is wearing a hat that signifies their their veterans status, if you will, that's that to me is uh, the okay to come up and thank them for their service. And I do that routinely here. Uh, it's usually a surprise to the veteran. Uh, they're mm -hmm. usually extremely grateful. Um, and that probably is the number one thing is to acknowledge them. Um, so important in our environment to make people feel at ease when care is coming, especially when when there's some complex situations with medical care. Uh, there's some some very um, 
sensitive conversations that have to happen. Um, we all know that 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 happens so much easier when we've had when we have great rapport with our with our uh, patients. Uh, so really, uh, with the recognition of on the outward part of, of wearing the hats, but also on the on the inside, um, in the exam room, for example, uh, not that I've ever been there, but I can imagine as a patient in an exam room uh, to to have, you know, some of those potential stigmatisms that come along with your veteran service. Um, circling around mental health issues, homelessness issues, and, and all of the, the terrible things that, that happen in all of our society. But uh, within the veteran segment, uh, there is uh, a quite, quite a big incidence of that. Um, to kind of make that veteran feel at ease, if you will, uh, and to not be afraid if that's not too hard of a, a word, um, because they sense that. And, and a lot of times it, it's not going to be, a, it won't be a productive uh, conversation. So communication through the, uh, through all of the different techniques that we use to make people feel comfortable, that they're wanted here, they're appreciated. And we thank them, uh, veterans. That's just one one facet of what everyone does in this world. And we, we thank our patients for everything that they've done good in this world and to make them feel comfortable and, and at ease and to keep that communication going. So that would be the, uh, the main uh, topic for myself is what we can do is just to make that veteran feel comfortable, be confident uh, in their presence and, and show appreciation. That's wonderful. It's kind of like what we would want to do for every patient who comes to the door with a little added um, thank you for being a veteran. I love that, Charlie. Lauren, what are your thoughts? What can Mayo, what do Mayo staff do to honor veterans on Veterans Day and on a daily basis? And my experience with Mayo is just that, that it's um, that it, honoring veterans is part of the culture, okay. at least in my experience of hospice. You know, one of the first things I learned as I came to work for the hospice program was you know, that we honor veterans. Partnership with the Veterans Administration is important to us. We want to honor that. We want to lift it up. We want to spend time honoring our veterans. So I do think we have developed, you know, a corporate culture that uh, that just helps us to to think of the specific needs of other veterans in ways that we can be thankful. So. So I just appreciate that in terms of my experience with, with Mayo. All right, last question for both of you. This is your opportunity to educate us. What do you wish that more people knew about veterans? We'll start with you, Charlie. It's really difficult to, to answer your question, Helena, because it's, it is a bit complicated. Obviously, if we don't have experiences in life uh, that other people have gone through, uh, it's going to be very difficult to mm -hmm. to to ask. You know, it's you're going to ask the question. Well, why don't you, you know, consider this, or why do you know what I went through? And really, it goes through all facets of of our lives, regardless of what occupation you're in. But uh, specifically to veterans, there, as I hit on some of the issues, um, some of the stigmatisms, possible stigmatisms of uh, mental health, homelessness. Uh, 
alcoholism, things of that nature, um, have hit that small percentage of, of veterans for this country very hard. Uh, I heard a statistic uh, at one point, uh, 1% or less than 1% of all Americans will serve their country uh, or honorably serve their country at some point uh, in their life. Uh, that's a very small percentage. Uh, so when issues do happen within that, uh, our group, um, the, there are going to be uh, some things that come along with them. So again, it would come back to making that veteran feel comfortable and um, just know that they went out there and they, they did everything they could to preserve our way of life. And um, none of them that I've ever met, and I don't believe I ever will, will require a dime from anyone or want anything said to them but they feel that appreciation. And that's really the, the big thing that, that I would like people to understand is uh, veterans are really no different than anyone else uh, that didn't serve. Um, we just, we just got some different stories and, and um, you know, they, they pledged them lot, their lives to, to support uh, our system. So uh, really just, actually just wanting people to be comfortable with what a veteran is. Lauren, do you have any thoughts on what you wish others knew about uh, veterans whom you've worked with, whom you have worked with? I think again, point Charlie made from his own personal experience and, and Charlie's of course has done a lot more with veterans than I have. And I appreciate that Charlie, that the way you support your brothers and sisters and in, in arms. But, Thank uh, you. I just, uh, you know, I think you say a small percent serve now. Uh, and it's uh, a lot of us aren't touched by, by military life as prior generations where we had the, the major wars with big calls of call up people and stuff. So, but there are some unique uh, experiences that can come from that in terms of the PS, PTSD. You know, we know that, you know, veterans have a higher rate of depression, higher rate of suicide than the general public. So just some sensitivity to those issues that, you know, it is a you know, we're, we're all the same, but the but military experience is a unique experience, experience, and it can um, and it can create challenges in a person's life. So I think you know, just some um, you know, supporting some of the kind of programs that are developed to help the veterans is is helpful, is useful. But um, that's just what I think is just, we we could do more for our veterans, uh, but at the same time. At least it's a, it's a start to say thank you, thank you for that unique experience, that unique commitment that make that they make on our behalf. Agree with that, and thank you, Charlie and Lauren, for being here today. Thank you, Helena, for for acknowledging the programs with the We Honor Veterans Hospice and our inpatient final honors program here. Um, your your uh, podcast here is going to bring so much more support to those programs when they, they desperately uh, need to be acknowledged and need to be um, constantly, uh, folks need to, to, to hear what's available there mm -hmm. for their patients, especially nursing and, and folks like that. So thank you so much for organizing this and, and um, what, a, what a great time of year with Veterans Day coming to, mm -hmm. to have this uh, discussion. So thank you. I agree. We want to bring more attention to those programs. Thank you too, Lauren.
Well, thank you, Helena, and, and thank you, Charlie. Thank you, Lauren, for everything you're doing. Our thanks to Mayo Clinic's Charlie Hall and Lauren Olson for joining us today to talk to, with us about taking care of veterans on Veterans Day. If you are a veteran, we thank you. Thank you for your service. Thank you for uh, guaranteeing the safety of each of us. If you're not a veteran, I encourage you today to find a veteran to thank on Veterans Day. Mayo Clinic Q&A is a production of the Mayo Clinic News Network and is available wherever you get and subscribe to your favorite podcasts. To see a list of all Mayo Clinic podcasts, visit newsnetwork.mayoclinic.org. Then click on podcasts. Thanks for listening and be well. We hope you'll offer a review of this and other episodes when the option is available. Comments and questions can also be sent to Mayo Clinic News Network at mayo.edu.